Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Siege Dantenko and you're listening to Go Hard Girls. We are so grateful for the positive feedback we've gotten for our series on the NU Lady Bulldogs. So, we'd like to thank you with a bonus episode. Last month, we had our press launch with Puma Podcast, where over 100 people came to meet fellow podcast enthusiasts. The NU Lady Bulldogs were there. Jack Kanimam, Rihanna Balan, Jean Camelo, Monique Del Carmen, Mika Cacho, Keeping Goal, and even Coach Patrick Aquino. Now, you're about to hear the live recording of our roundtable discussion featuring Jack, Coach Pat, and myself, moderated by Puma Podcast CEO, Robbie Alampay. Now, I would like to introduce to you uh, one of our new shows. We actually already launched one of the first episodes, and this is going to be a series. It's one particular story that we want you to follow. It's something you've heard of, just like many podcasts, diba? Something you've heard of, but you never really paid attention to until a podcast told you, ah, okay. But it's Go Hard Girls, hosted by courtside reporter and three-time Palanca awardee, Siege Tantenko. Go Hard Girls tells the story of incredible yet underrated, underappreciated Filipino athletes, the best basketball players in the country right now. In doing so, it provides a platform for female athletes and a conversation about gender that our sports industry and our society actually badly needs. Let me just call up to the stage the NU Lady Bulldogs, only the undefeated Five times, never five? Five? Right. Announce gonna six time. Uh, uh, UAAP Women's Basketball Championships. Kalimutan niya yung Blue Eagles na yan. Kalimutan niya yung Archers na yan. UP Maroos, medyo may laban niya But, uh, <laughs> but, falling up on stage. We're lucky to have the five-time champions here. Undefeated, if you haven't heard by now, undefeated in five years. Jack Animam. Ria, Ria Nabalan. Monique Del Carmen. Jean Camelo. Mika Cacho. Keeping Gol. And the least of the team, the last and the least, I'm sure he'll be the first to say it, uh, the weak link, because he is, after all, the, the, the UP Maroon in the team, uh, Coach Patrick Aquino. So we're also here to hear from them and to give you a taste of, uh, this will be a live recording. I'd like to hear more, so I'd like to call to the stage Coach Pat and UAAP 2018 Finals MVP Jack Animam. 
and Go Hard Girls host, Siege Santenko. Let me start with, with introducing Siege because Siege was not part of Puma Podcast when we started and she approached us specifically with an idea and she pitched this, this idea. I just want to ask Siege, why were you so insistent and irritating about wanting a podcast like Go Hard Girls? Um, so I've been a courtside reporter kasi for four years and just being in that world made me realize that there's so much more that we need to do for us to achieve equality in the sports industry. Uh, I guess it was easier for me to see it because as a woman working in sports, you just can't help but see it, right? You'll see it when uh, sports fans tell you, I ano halikan mo yung player when you're interviewing a male basketball player. You'll see it when you have workshops and then people tell the female reporters, oh, you know, you should study harder because basketball comes naturally to guys. So for girls, kailangan mo talaga mag-aral. And every time that I met uh, female athletes, I always felt like I could relate to the struggle because the struggle of women's basketball or any women's sport in the Philippines is, you know, they lack coverage. We exist in a world where 40% of athletes are women, but they only receive 4% of media coverage. So coming from that, I knew that I'm in a position to, you know, do something about it. And I've tried within the industry to advocate and be like, hey guys, we need to write more about our female athletes. We need to get broadcasts for women's games. But then I'm always met with this response where people say, oh, you know, we don't know if it's going to sell. We don't know if, uh, I don't know what the numbers on that are going to be. You know, it's not really a safe investment, is what they say. But then, you know, I, I think if we keep telling ourselves that that's the way it is, we're never going to see any change. So if you want to see change, you got to do it yourself. And thankfully, Puma was down for that change. So thanks, Sarabi. And they're just the perfect people to do this with. Like, yeah. And, and, and they're perfect precisely because they're winners. They've been winners for the past five years. And yet, everybody has to admit, we, we haven't heard nearly as much about them. We have heard a lot. I mean, we have to say, everybody knows who you are. But if you compare it to the coverage of men's basketball at any level, it's just a different world. Jack, I do want to start with, first of all, acknowledging how do you, how you feel as a champion? Do you spend any time at all thinking about that, uh, about whether or not your story should be something that Filipinos should be more aware of? Siyempre po, as a champion, ang masarap sa feeling kasi all the hard work that we do is nagbunga po. And yun nga, yung story namin, sabi nyo nga po, it is something to tell, like to inspire other uh, women's athletes, especially those young young ones na to stand up, to stand up for your dream and to fight for it. Like, those stereotyping, discrimination, all those are nothing if you really want to pursue it. Have you noticed what's changed? I mean, in terms of sports coverage, not just of your team, but of women's sports in general. Now you have a lot of coverage and a lot of leagues on volleyball, uh, for example, where arguably the stars are, are the women. 
not the not the men's leagues. But what have you noticed in terms of coverage, in terms of things that you like, in terms of change, and in terms of things that you are still disappointed by? Uh, siguro in terms of changes, ngayon, mas meron ng more articles about women's, especially like, hindi lang yung puro volleyball, kasi syempre given na yun eh, volleyball, pang babae. So, yung other sports now, aside from volleyball, mas nabibigyan siya ng, ng pansin through articles. And siguro, ngayon, I'm still hoping na sana uh, magkaroon ng more coverage, yung same uh, same coverage kung ano yung meron yung men sa women's. Growing up, were you affected by that stereotypical coverage by media? In terms of yung, di ba? Parang, when I'm from media, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking from from that side that yes we were covering basketball primarily as, as uh, sports for for males uh, basketball i'm sure we were part of that of that narrative that it's not really for for women but as a young girl growing up how did that kind of coverage affect you uh, growing up yung basketball i was really had no idea na meron palang pangbabae na basketball i was just always na Puro NBA, like NCAA, UAAP, and then I never heard about uh, WNBA, like UAAP women's basketball. I never heard of it. So, nung lumaki ako, and then high school, dun ko lang na nalaman na, ah, may pang babae palang basketball na pwede pala sa babae yung basketball. Coach, ikaw, now that you're in on this uh, riding along with the greatness of your players, uh, but what have you noticed? Kasi ikaw, you went through the UAAP. Ano, you've, been, you've, you've coached at the highest levels in, in this country. You've coached internationally. What has changed in terms of our appreciation for, for women athletes in, in general? I might say so na there are venues now that uh, women are you know, being recognized. Like now, volleyball, that they have two big leagues right now that really, but uh, some are still, you know, lacking of that, like women's basketball, and which uh, some are appreciating that venue. Like, for example, for us, I'm just happy that we'll be given opportunity na to represent the country in a big stage like the FIBA Asia Cup. And for the first time, we were invited for the Jones Cup. So uh, it's been, I've been smiling a bit. Uh, we are being recognized that, you know, maybe what we started at NU, that 5P championship, na, there are rings already na, they're calling for women's to be, you know, uh, known. So I'm just hoping that, there will be other sponsors or supporters for women's or women's sports that can be developed all around. Actually, what I'd like to add to that is that, yes, we have more support than there was before, but I don't think we should stop at just having more. We should keep pushing until we get equal because we still live in a world in which Jap does not have free shoes delivered to her house every month the way that third year of Anna how many does 30 have compared to Jack, right? Um, 
you know, but he has shoes delivered to his house every month. And we live in a world where Ria Nabalan over there, who, who has graduated, she graduated with an 80-0 record. There's no one else in the UAAP who has that. But she only became Googleable last year. What? Googleable last year. Meaning, uh, talaga. So, yeah. no, 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 but what? No, but that's a, that's a great point. What do you mean? When you, when you Google her prior to last year, walang lumalabas? Talaga? Yeah, because... Uh, so, gumawa ka ng sarili mong Wikipedia page? <laughs> <laughs> no, what happened was, what happened was she scored a 40-point game. That's when she got an article about her. She scored a 40-point game. They broke the standing record for the longest UAAP streak, which was 73 games by the Adams and Lady Falcons uh, softball team. So, they broke that. And that's the world we exist in. Yeah, but women see, have to break records before they get the yes. same recognition when men, kahit yung bangkong player ng UP, meron... Okay, teka muna, teka muna, teka muna. <laughs> teka muna. Article okay. shisser! Yeah. Ayan, no. <laughs> no, but, no, but, uh, teka muna. But that's a, that's, a, uh, that's a good point. Women have to break records and in that, in that sense, the NU Lady Bulldogs is convenient because they're winners. There, there, it's easy to make a story and a narrative and it's easy to get people to follow winners. You want to talk about Filipino athletes. Ten years from now, baka hindi na sila yung champion. Diba? Baka UP na. No, but, but the point is, what, talk about the challenge um, as you as the host, as a proponent for this podcast, and also Sam, what is the challenge of talking about this? If you didn't have these champions to be your poster child for your cause. If we weren't winning, if, if Pat did not lead a winning team in Perlas, uh, Pilipinas, if, how much harder would, it, would, would the storytelling be if you didn't necessarily have champions to carry your, your cause? It becomes so much harder because the argument people always tell you when they say, oh, we're not going to cover women's sports right now or we're not going to give that many features to them or we're not going to fund that league is, oh, but they're not winning. You wait for them to win and then we'll give them a deal. Yeah. Wait for them to win, then we'll give them shoes. Yeah. You know, if... Ang hirap eh, because unless you invest first, then they're going to win. So I think when the end... That's a good point. You invest you, first. You invest first. Yeah, and yes. you, break that, uh, you break that cycle. Coach Pat, how do you make that argument? Na, you know, this is worth investing in. Well, it's really hard for me to invest. Uh, especially that, you know, I think here in the Philippines, uh, basically, we are being sexist. When you say basketball, men's, boys, ball, uh, women's, volleyball. So... From that point on, hard to get selling point. So, first, I, what I did was really to have winners on my group. When I first got uh, the National University Lady Bulldogs, they were losers. Uh, as for a fact, when I came in, I really don't want to coach that team because I don't want to be, you know, associated with losers. And this is coming from a UP Juniors player. <laughs> no, that, well, before that year, I was a finalist uh, when I was, I was coaching the Juniors uh, team. But then again, uh, I had this challenge to myself that, you know, 
maybe I've been always pushed to the women's side. Maybe oh, let's do something, something good for this. Uh, so uh, for the first time, I was really searching for good players. We can't find any players from Metro Manila because all the women, all the girls coming from Metro Manila schools will be going to Ateneo, UP, La Salle, USD, all those big schools. And NU, which you don't know where it is right now. Some of you know where NU is? No. So it's in Sampala. It's beside uh, the two, two churches that face each other. So there's uh, so it was uh, ch challenging at first to recruit players, but you know, uh, but when we had things falling into our to our places and the pieces falling its spot, then I got to you know let's do this. Okay, you know? But but Pat, I want to probe a little bit and I know. Be honest. You said you didn't really want to coach this team because they were losing. Was there also a part of you, honestly, that I don't want to coach a women's team? Yes, at, at one point, yes. Because uh, all the big bucks are in the men's team, especially uh, professionally. So at that time, uh, I had, had to choose women's or boys or men's. But uh, I was just, you know, Got into, got into this. And uh, like, for example, the winning streak, I wanted to go as far as we could go right now. I had offers already to coach the men's, mm -hmm. the men's team, even the professional team. So, but I, but I guess I'm still here, mm -hmm. wanting to prove something more for, okay. and making something good for the women's side. Okay. Jack, what has changed for you? Are you, are you recognized more? Uh, is your story, are you satisfied that your story, Kai Papano, is getting known out there? How does it feel to be a, 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 a champion in, in the Philippines where, as we've said, it is still a largely male-dominated and male-seeking audience? So, nga, after all those stories, interview, uh, I recognize that even there's people now will look at me and told their like friends, oh, uh, any player, yeah, champion, ganun. But, you know, I tell my story to, to prove something that we, we girls or women can do more. Like, I, tell, I told my story not just for myself, but for women in general, especially my sport basketball which is lacking of exposure and coverage and and those big leagues like what men's have okay now before we run out of time siege i do want you i would do want you to talk about go hard girls i tell our tell tell our audience what other stories they can look forward to um and what you intend to do with this podcast well, we're, the approach we're taking for this is not your usual talk show. Okay, here's the mic. Let's ask a few questions back and forth, turn it off. It's really like a... So it's not like what we did right now. No, no. it's not like what we did right now. This is a welcome break from the pagod that goes into every episode because it's documentary style. And what we do is... Uh, actually, their arc was several months in the making. I think we recorded February. 
we recorded February and we released in June because um, we try to get from as many sources as possible. We add music. We have a team of writers, editors, and yeah, you know, I think we're able to tell these stories with a lot of heart. And our second episode is coming out tonight. And it's about, it, we're continuing the Any Lady Bulldog story. And we're talking about how these girls, and Jack in particular, how she almost never played basketball. And we're going to continue their story for another episode, talk a bit more about how, um, what happens after college. And we're going to talk about the need for a women's professional or semi-professional league at the very least. After that, we're going to turn our eyes to more stories. So one of the athletes I'm really excited to cover, I won't tell you her name, para hindi spoil. But there is a particular SEA Games athlete who is the oldest on her team. She's also a single mother and she's also a medalist. And those are the kinds of stories that slip through the cracks of our mainstream media because we're so focused on covering oh, oh, women's volleyball, ganon. And then even with volleyball, we have a problem of the way that they're covered. Because I'm not happy with the way we're covering volleyball. I'm not happy with how I keep seeing articles ranking the cutest players from what are supposed to be reputable sports websites. And I think we have a long way to go. So we want to keep tackling more of these stories and we're gonna keep pushing until we get the exposure that sina Coach Pat, sina Jack, sina Kay, Monique, Ria, uh, Mika, Jean, oh my gosh, and dami. And everyone on the team, sina, sina Rena, everyone. So we're gonna keep pushing for that and I really hope that you join us in our journey. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. Um, again, at the heart of what we're doing is we want to have a conversation about gender. It's not enough that we celebrate our female athletes when they break their records. We need to talk about the struggles that they fight to overcome in order to break those records in the first place. So I hope you join us in the cause. Again, a thank you to the NU Lady Bulldogs. On behalf of the Go Hard Girls team, I hope you consider pledging to our crowdfund. Help us create more episodes featuring incredible Filipina athletes. Visit thesparkproject.com to donate. Starting at just 500 pesos, you can inspire more girls and send a message to the world that we believe in our female athletes. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., 